0: Hey, it's Real Talk. We're so glad that you're hanging out with us this week. What are we talking about? We're talking about weird stuff in the Bible, right? Whack items in the Bible. Weird? Whack? Yeah. Let's do it. So one of the things I notice in the Bible, see it all over, is it can be kind of gruesome, kind of gory. <laughs> right? Bloody? Yeah, everywhere. And specifically, <laughs> Blood in the everywhere. Old Testament, there are some weird ways that people die.
1: So it's not just peacefully falling asleep and entering into the presence of the presence of the lord
0: Definitely not. It's gruesome. Weird stuff. Like the guy who he is on the battlefield and his uh, his side is losing and so he runs away. He runs away on foot and he thinks that he finds this woman who wants to help him. She says, "Come in my house." And and she feeds him and he gets all full. He's got a warm be- you know, full belly and his warm blanket and he curls up and goes to sleep and Take then a nap. Bam! Tent peg through the head. What a great way to go, though. <laughs> full,
1: he just had a hard day work,
0: full belt, <laughs> tent peg through you the have head? To, you don't have to worry about it. It's just over. She just drove it right through his right head? Right through his head. Fast death or slow death? I think that's pretty quick. But what's interesting is, like, she's the hero of that story, right? In God's story, she's the hero in, in that event. There's another one. There's a, a evil king. This is in, like, ancient Israel. And the Israelites, one of the Israelites tricks him and goes to his house and says, I have a special message for you and goes into like into his room. And the Bible says that the man is so obese that this king is that the guy stabs him and his fat folds back
1: over the sword. No one knows it happened. I know. They're like, how did he die? Did (laughs) he have a heart attack? Check his pulse. And then they pull back the rolls and there's a semi (laughs) Folded up. In yes,
0: his... and the best part is that he is not responding as his servants are like <laughs> calling his name. He's not responding. Would you? And right, they think that he is in the bathroom with tummy problems. They don't want the <laughs> That's right. In, right. Well,
1: he did have tummy
0: problems. Yes, so they don't go in there. And meanwhile, it's been hours. The guy's in the bathroom. Somebody starts thinking maybe something's wrong. <laughs> He's dead. And the hero of the story? Yeah, the guy that killed him. What? Here's another one for you. Elisha, I mean, Elisha, man of God, God. right? Man of God. In 2 Kings, it says, Elisha went up to Bethel. He was walking along the road, and some boys came out of the town and jeered at him. Here's what they yelled. Get out of here, baldy, they said to him. (laughs) Get out of here, baldy, a second time. He turned around. He looked at them and called down a curse on them in the name of the Lord. And two bears came out of the woods and mauled 42 of the boys. And he went on his way to Mount Carmel. <laughs> really great day, right?
1: I mean, I think this is a youth pastor's favorite passage of scripture. Oh, really? If you're a youth pastor out there, yeah, your kids are mocking you. You're a youth pastor or a teacher. <laughs> kids are mocking you. Listen, I'm gonna call bears, bears. <laughs> to maul you, yeah. and God will do it. Like that's what? crazy. Why? What's up with? Yeah, and he says it twice. Yeah,
0: yeah. I mean. It seems, they say it twice, it seems like an overreaction, maybe, (laughs) right? Like, I mean, you may have once or twice made fun of my hairline, and I haven't called any curses on you. You have not. So, okay, he's a godly guy. He's a hero of the Old Testament. What the heck, man? Why are these stories in the Bible? And, And what does it say about God's character that these are the celebrated people. These are the heroes, and they're involved in these sort of things.
1: Bloody, grotesque, weird, awkward, whack passages of people dying. Yep. Bears, (laughs) swords, fat, tent peg through the head. I mean, one of the things that just sort of jumps out at me as obvious out of the gate is that the Bible doesn't scrub weird, whack stories out of the text. So you'd think if this was all made up, if this was just a, a story someone's writing to believe in this holy, yeah. pure, just, loving, merciful God, if we were making all of this up, we would scrub all of these kinds of things right. out. We would never have tent pegs going through people's heads right. and the hero is the tent peg driver. Right. We'd never have the sword in the belly of a fat guy. We'd never have bears coming out of woods killing youths because someone was made fun of. Right. If we were trying to make up something about a God who's good and loving and just and merciful in all his ways. We would just paint a picture of all this and go, look at how lovely he is, right. you see? So I think sometimes, even just that we have this tension, that we have passages like this, I'm going, this is a God who is real, mm-hmm. who sees real life stories of really crazy things, of death and blood and problems and people getting made fun of because they're <laughs> bald, and we don't take it out. We go, right. somehow, we can reconcile the fact that God is good, even though there's these whack stories.
0: Yeah. And then also, so you, you say it from God's angle, but also turn it and look at the people in the Old Testament to go, okay, Elisha, regular dude who had a, maybe had a bad day because somebody's making fun of him and overreacts, or which we've all done, okay, now his seems to be a little more bald, severe. Bald men never overreact about their baldness, do they? <laughs> no, no. no. <laughs> okay, but he's a real guy. Yeah. And God allows him to still be a part of his plan. So you see that.
1: Yep. Yeah. And there's there's something about in all of these stories that if we pull back the layers and we try to understand the context of what's going on, I mean Elijah's this prophet who's God's messenger. Right. And they're messing with him.
0: Right. But underneath all of them, like you said, if you kind of get past the superficial, you go into it a little bit. There's got to be something about God's character in all of them that if you really will look into and go, okay, what, what can I learn about God's character here that maybe isn't there at first glance, but it's yeah. there?
1: Yeah. yeah, I remember one time a, a, a little kid came up to me. It was kind of a, like, I don't know, interesting setting. He came up to me with a bullet. And he was like, okay, Pastor. Like, kind of innocent, kind of snarky, but kind of innocent and really asking. It's like, okay, pastor, tell me how you can make God's truth come from this bullet. And
0: you said, come on, bears. Get him. (laughs) Call him.
1: (laughs) And it's like, wow. Is it possible that we can see a picture of God's character in anything and everything, even in death? Mm. Like there's something about death that points to something about who God is, as creator and sustainer. Why is there even death? Mm -hmm. What is that the result of? Why why does God even allow death? So it's, there's something good about who God is that even that these things can, we can have these conversations, but also like in the midst of blood and horrible situations, like we find a God who enters time and space and loves us and goes through death to rescue us. I don't know. Like even in the worst death, there's still hope of a God who's good Mm -hmm. in tragedy. And man, if we didn't, rebel against him, maybe there wouldn't be any death. Yeah,
0: right. Yeah, I mean, all these stories are a product of what we've done and choices yeah. we've made, right? Yeah. The other thing I think, too, is sometimes I read the Bible and I just have to remember God can do whatever God wants to do. And I don't have to understand his reasoning, and I don't have to even agree with it or whatever. Like I might not be able to come up with an answer for why it makes sense that some of these things happen. Yeah. I could study the heck out of some passage and might not get the full answer or understanding. And God can do whatever God wants to do. He sure can.
1: And, and also, this. sometimes we have to zoom in and look at this individual passage and go, okay, this doesn't make sense, this individual set of verses, or even this individual story. Yeah. I have to look at the bigger picture, wider angle of the entire Bible to understand how this tiny little piece if you zoom in on a jigsaw puzzle and try to fixate on it you're never going to figure out how it all comes together but it's when you zoom out and you see this bigger overarching narrative of god that he loved the world that he made the world and sin we chose sin and because of sin there's death and because of death there's all this chaotic reality that's happening in the individual lives of people and yet he still brings beauty and uses broken people to do great things, yep. even though they're tainted and flawed and yep. drive tent pegs through people's heads. Like maul
0: people with bears. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah, I think that the lesson is as we study these passages and we see things that we would go, oh, these are whack things in the Bible, they're there for a reason. And we just lean into them. We go, what can we learn about God's character? in this story. So, mm-hmm. hey, you guys have sent in comments and suggestions. Mm-hmm. Keep them coming. Uh, obviously, there's tons of stuff we can't get to. We should have talked about Absalom. He's the guy, he had long hair, he got hung by a tree, and then they, and that, if that wasn't bad enough, they speared him, and then if that wasn't bad enough, they shot him with arrows.
1: I mean, I wanted to make sure he was <laughs>
0: Just double check. Yeah, let's make sure. <laughs> See you next time on Real Talk.